Welcome to episode 11 of Keto and Life Hacks. Today, we're going to talk about keto and intermittent fasting. But before I go there, I want to say belated Happy Mother's Day to all the moms that are listening to this podcast. I hope you had a Happy Mother's Day. As for the publishing, original publishing of this this podcast episode it's the day after mother's day so i i figured um i'd say a quick shout out to all the moms moms out there for all of your sacrifices and the love that you give to your children it's not an easy job but it's always worth it right i hope you agree with me on that so today is going to be keto and intermittent fasting this is a question that i've been getting a lot lately and it's kind of front and center for me lately for some reason so i figured i'll talk about it to see kind of like where the questions if you guys have more questions from it but it's really actually a very important part of the keto lifestyle and in terms of continuing to progress with keto or maintaining your progress with keto it's it's actually a pretty critical part of it because because of a few different things which i'll talk about today so um you i don't recommend if you've listened to the prior episodes you know because you're when you're starting your keto journey you're not fully in ketosis yet so if you're not sure whether you are in ketosis or not i wouldn't go jump into fasting right away uh, for the reasons that i've discussed already in the previous episode so if you haven't listened to them please listen to the basics first and those intro episodes before you listen to this one uh, because they all kind of like progress into deeper into the the keto um, keto world right um, so when do you actually want to start fasting with keto there's a few a few things that you can think about this you can use fasting as a way to break a plateau or as a way to make keto a convenient way of life for you so there's a few different ways or i guess the lengths of fasting and the the length of your fast will depend purely on preference and your lifestyle as well so or your preference because of your lifestyle and um you know there's no right or wrong way to do it uh the the best way the best way to think about this is to if you fast you're basically one definitely going to save on calories two you're going to prolong your fat burning process so our bodies go through constantly on on a day-to-day basis either you're storing body fat when you're eating an excess amount of calories or you're just eating in general and then you're burning calories when you're not eating so a lot of doctors especially dr jason fung he has he does you know um medically supervised fasting in his clinic and he's actually wrote a few books already uh the first one is the obesity code and he came out with the complete guide to fasting recently and basically basically he said that insulin is the cause of 
obesity or gaining weight or gaining fat and he's not the only person that obviously i've heard say that um the the amount of insulin that we produce over a lifetime is directly correlated to how much body fat or weight we gain over our lifetime as well so in that simple analogy or simple phrase or simple fact then we can say that the the less we trigger insulin the less we're going to store calories in the form of fat and so and so to understand that fully you want to think of insulin as a fat fat storage hormone so whenever insulin is up we're always going to be in energy storage mode and obviously we store energy in the form of fat and so the less insulin is elevated or triggered to secrete then the less we're we're going to be in storage mode and so what fasting does for us is it puts us in a fat burning mode because obviously if you're not ingesting any calories then you're not going to be triggering insulin and so that's why fasting makes sense because when we're not triggering insulin that means especially if you've been following the ketogenic diet that you're going to be now burning your own body fat for energy and so the longer you stay in a fasted state the deeper in ketosis you're going to get and that's why keto and intermittent fasting works hand in hand together and works pretty well and that's why a lot of people that are have been on keto for a while will practice intermittent fasting as well so i mentioned previously that there's different lengths of time as to you know when somebody would fast and really you know even whether you practice intermittent fasting or not you're already practicing some kind of form of it because obviously when you go to bed at night you're not eating so you're essentially fasting so it's just really prolonging that period when you're not eating while you're awake right so if this is like if you've never done fasting before I would recommend maybe start with 12 hours and see how that goes for you. So either that's maybe if you wake up at 6 a.m. in the morning, 6 in the morning, I will start my fast at 6 p.m. So your last meal will be 6 p.m. and then you won't eat again until 6 a.m. So if you're a nighttime snacker, that might be a great way to to start being intentional about not eating after 6 p.m. so it will might help with that in terms of calorie saving as well right and then keeping your insulin levels down as you go to bed um and then as you get better at it and as it gets easier for you to fast and again i want you to fast when you know you're already in ketosis because otherwise um you 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 look you get the risk of potentially losing muscle so which you know technically doesn't happen until 24 hours later but if you don't do fasting intentionally and you just kind of like do it on a whim and you're not planning it you definitely lose the risk of losing muscle get the risk of losing muscle when you um do it often enough 
without any intention around it, if that makes sense. So as you get better, let's say 12 hours is getting better, you can do it to 14 hours and even 16 hours and maybe even 18 hours. So then the rest of the time that's left in the day is gonna be your eating window. So you can have an eight hour eating window, six hour eating window, right? So that way, um, for most people, this works well, especially once you're in ketosis, because with the last episode, I mentioned that you're not going to have as much appetite. You're not going to have as much sugar cravings. So the fasting period is actually easier because you're not feeling all those things and you're not feeling the need to eat. Um, and most of the time when you feel the need to eat, it's usually because it's just mental. Like it's the time of the day when you need to eat. So um, when, I, when that happens, I recommend just drinking water water and definitely keep continue um, increasing your electrolyte intake because when you're fasting again your body's making ketones and ketones are diuretic so you need to replace all those salts that you're losing through your pee right and so um, then if when you have an, a six to eight hour eating window it makes it easier for us to now limit our calorie intake and then you're not going to be hungry all the time because you can satisfy yourself with let's say one or two big meals a day and that's why it works so well because essentially this is what i found for myself and you can tell me how your experience is once you start implementing it if you are going to implement this is if i start eating early in the morning let's say if i ate right after my workout which is around 8 30 8 45 a.m i tend to get hungry about three hours after i ate my first meal and so that just kind of continues the cycle of like oh i'm eating now four times a day instead of like two times a day right and so what i found is if i delayed my first meal to like noon one o'clock one it makes it easier for me to not have any food from you know my workout in the morning until about lunchtime and then by the time that i eat around 1 1 30 p.m i can actually eat a bigger meal and a more satisfying meal which can help me actually wait for a little bit later like four or five hours later for my next meal which makes an eight hour eating window perfect for me um, and then eat another bigger meal you know that day for a second time and i find that that works from a mental aspect as well because i don't have to eat like a bird <laughs> um, and then be hungry two hours later right and so i i think that it's a perfect way to set it up so you can definitely do 12 12 16 8 18 6 again the length of your fast fasting period will just depend on your lifestyle how many times you want to eat you know what's going on with your appetite your cravings over time you can troubleshoot that and see what works for you and if you want to track your fast which i think helps for accountability you certainly can um, i like the life fasting app uh, tracking app so you can do that um, and it just holds you accountable and kind of gives you that victory tracking your fast throughout the week which i think is helpful and um so something new that i'm so why fast what are the health benefits of it fasting is not new just like keto is not new the the fasting benefits have been pro proven over and over again scientifically and so around um basically when you're not 
eating uh, it gives your digestion some break from you know digesting all that food and digesting food takes a lot of energy and so a lot of people when they fast they find that they have more energy especially when you're in ketosis because then you you can really get deep into ketosis which means you'll have more access to ketones for fuel uh, but the, uh, the added energy also comes from not digesting food. So when you're not digesting food, that means that all of the energy that your body would have used to digest food is now available to heal your cells. To, and then your, your cells that um, are no longer useful can now uh, be replaced by healthier cells and the energy that you would have used for digestion can now be used to repair cells and renew cells and that's why it's so important that's why it's so beneficial to do fasting periods um, and I have done fasting for a long time even before keto it was like five years ago two years straight I did two 24-hour fasts um, and, and the reason why I chose 24-hour fasts is because at the 24-hour mark, your body will actually start making growth hormone. And the only other time that you're going to make growth hormone is when you're sleeping and when you have that deep quality sleep, which I know I still need to talk about sleep on this podcast, but we'll save that for another day. So you want to make growth hormone why it's the youth hormone so it makes us younger um, and it also helps with uh, muscle production or muscle protein synthesis and it also helps uh, lean us out so it helps burn fat as well so a lot of celebrities will inject growth hormone just for that very reason and your you your body can make it with 24 hour um, at the 24 hour mark and so I'm actually going to and I'm going to talk about the, my results in the later podcast in a later podcast episode I plan this week to start 24 hour fasted trainings so twice a week I plan to do two 24 hour fast during the week um, because you know when you're deeper into that ketosis maybe at the 20 20 hour 22 hour mark you're releasing that growth hormone and then when you combine it with training it's even more powerful because that means that you can get better results with uh, your training so not only are you building muscle from the resistance standpoint but you're also building muscle internally because growth hormone is going to help you build muscle and burn fat at the same time and also studies show that when you train fasted that means that say you haven't had food in like the last 20-22 hours when you train fasted more blood flow goes into your abs area which is pretty interesting right so that's why that's what motivates me to actually do this experiment on myself to do two 24-hour fast and see how well that works because that means that not only am I gonna eat less and prepare less meals I'm also gonna get better results with my training which is 
you know always optimizing your training is always going to be a good idea if you're going to put enough effort into your training right might as well get better results from it so that's also another way that you can do it maybe you can do two 24-hour fasts instead of the 16 8 or 18 6 uh, fasting periods again what you choose will depend on you and you don't have to go long first you, you can start small with like 12 14 or 16 um our fasting periods again you can work your way up to it don't feel like you have to go longer right and then the other thing that i do once a month at least sometimes it happens every other month just depends on my travel schedule is i do 60 hour keto reboots and what that is is basically i do a 60 hour fast with ketones broth and tea um, and that just the longer fast just helps again with autophagy which is the the process where your body will repair and renew cells um, and also again more growth hormone benefits and studies show that um, around 24 hours when you start when you fast for 24 hours growth hormones increase by 1300 percent in women and 2000 percent in men which is pretty awesome again growth hormone is something that celebrities will inject on themselves and it's probably very expensive but you can do it you can make it your own naturally by just doing a 24-hour fast so i like to extend that into uh 60 hours and i'm right now at the rec at the point of this recording i'm working my way up to 72 hours because at the 72 hour mark that's actually when you start to regenerate your white blood cells and your white blood cells have a lot to do with your immune system so it helps you it helps build up your immune system so that's why you know if you can work your way up to 72 hours it's going to be really really awesome for your body and for your health and then get this at the uh let's say you last four to five days your body will start making more stem cells so if you haven't heard of stem cells before this was mind-blowing for me the first time i read I, I heard it i mean it's just amazing so stem cells are cells that basically can make any kind of cell in your body so imagine if you have stem cells you can and you let's say for some reason one of your fingers got amputated your stem cells can basically help make you more a new finger right i mean that's kind of extreme but if you think about what that means for your body that means that your body will have the power to heal itself and our body is so powerful the more i learn about it the more i'm fascinated about how how complex it is and how we have everything that we need if we give it the right conditions to to heal itself ultimately right so um i hope this was helpful for you if you have any questions about this um you know again please feel free to reach out to me via messenger on instagram or facebook sorry dm me on instagram messenger me on facebook either through the sugar rebel page um, or through my personal facebook account at anna dornier 
And um, yeah, please share this um, if this was helpful for you. Uh, take a screenshot of the episode, send a link to your friend. Um, and even better, if you have not already, uh, write me a review on iTunes because then it will help. This will help me uh, basically bring my message out more uh, out to more people. And really, that's ultimately. I mean. One of the reasons I do this is because I just have a lot of ideas swarming in my head. But I also love talking about and nerding about this, nerding out about this stuff, right? And if I can help you in any way in your journey, then and your friends and your family in your journey, then obviously um, that is the goal. That is my mission in life. And so thank you for tuning in today. Enjoy the rest of your week and I will see you on the next episode. Have a great one.